Hey friends, welcome back to the podcast. We've got a really unique one for you today. About a year ago, I started dreaming about bringing together a lot of what we're doing here at Stay For. Now we do life-giving experiences and we love those. We go to beautiful places with leaders and they replenish and we spoil the heck out of them. It's an amazing thing. And then we do a lot of one-on-one coaching. And what we realized is that we really miss those cohorts that we used to do at Stay Forth. And so as we were thinking through these cohorts, yes, we have an effective cohort that's online, but there's just something about being in person together. So the question I was asking is, can we bring these incredibly life-altering, replenishing experiences together with coaching that brings clarity and next steps and people are seeing incredible gains? And could we do that in a cohort format? Well, after dreaming about that, scheming about that as a team, we feel formulated this plan, and that has made its way into what's called Leap Year. Now, Leap Year is this process design, uh, 12 months, you guessed it, for leaders that are taking a serious organizational jump. What do we mean by that? Well, some of them are literally going from the thing not existing to the thing getting started. Others are going from the thing getting started to the thing really taking off or the thing having a small team to a larger, more sustainable long-term plan and team. We wondered whether it would work, whether we'd find the right mix of males and females from across the country who'd be willing to come out to Colorado and really give their best when they're already busy about their work, uh, launching things, growing things. And I will say it has been incredible. So what you're going to catch today here on the podcast is the tail end of us spending a few days together here in Colorado. Now, it's pretty loud. We'll be discussion oriented today. We'll be joking and interrupting each other. So it's a really unique environment. We're also coming in from our hub space here in Colorado. So it's kind of loud, but I just wanted you to taste a little bit of what these folks have experienced, the way that they've grown in community and in relationship. They're pushing against each ideas, each other's ideas and pulling out the greatness in one another. And the vibe is incredible of just encouragement, of being for one another, but also making it each other's ideas better, making them more solid, uh, workshopping each other and kind of throwing things off of each other and making sure that at the end of this year, we have made each other the very best leaders that we possibly can be. And we've helped this idea that not only is birthed into the world, but has become mature throughout this year. It's been incredible. These folks, if we are mountain guides for the leadership journey, they are climbing straight up mountains. They're not taking switchbacks. They're not going gradually. This is a year of intensity. It's been incredible. So we see each other online, but you're catching our second of three in-person gatherings. And sometimes I close my eyes and say, these people were strangers seven months ago. And so we're about halfway through our leap year here is our Leap Year crew. All right, well, uh, let me describe where we're coming in from. This is our hub space. Uh, I'm actually looking up through the window at Pikes Peak. We're in an old industrial building, and we are here with the crew, the Leap Year crew. And I will just admit, as we're figuring this out, I didn't even know what we were going to call you initially and so at one point there was an idea of leapers and i'm like that is the worst <laughs> darkest you. idea ever so no <laughs> leapers is, is not what we're calling you guys and so i just thought like i was picturing a bit of a pirate-esque 
boat and a crew. And I was like, this is a crew. So all pirate jokes are welcome here on this. But uh, listeners, I just want to introduce you to uh, this crew. We've been laughing a lot and getting in each other's grill in the best of ways and praying together and um, eating great food together. So it's been an amazing few days and we're just catching the tail end uh, of that. So I wanted um, part of the crew who's been here just introduce themselves to us. So give us your name and where you're from. Yeah, LB Trucks in Nashville, Tennessee. Caitlin Emis from Philly. Go Birds. <laughs> <laughs> Sean McNabb from the Phoenix area. Uh, Jen Hamill from the Denver area. And what's really cool to me is we've got eight participants and then uh, it's another coach and myself. So 10 of us total. A couple things to think about. We got eight different people from six different states, which is pretty wild. And uh, this is our second time convening uh, together in person. And the rest of the time we're online. And then uh, we're about halfway through. And what's crazy to think about is that we were strangers. Most of us were strangers seven months ago. Yeah. Uh, that is wild to think about the community that's developed. Well, and this wasn't supposed to happen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right? This this, like, kinda, this was not a plan. Yeah. We were supposed we to be here. Each other so this was awesome. <laughs> this, this was optional. Right. You guys, you guys are here. It has been a great, I can't say mistake at all. No, it's been a great <laughs> happening. To be to be together in that. I want to start with why though. You guys are busy. You have a ton going on. You're not raising your hand like I don't know what else to do with my year. Quite the opposite. <laughs> why would you say yes to this? This whole leap year experience. I had kind of come. My slate was just wiped clean and um, ran into a friend that told me about you, Alan. And I I, I didn't have anything else planned out and knew that I needed help. So it was kind of revealed to me right at the perfect time. And I knew I needed direction. And as soon as you said where the spiritual meets the practical, I was coming off of a pretty deep, heavy spiritual journey and knew like, I've got to make some transitions and see how this plays into the world and how it's expressed and marketed and all that, which it was like daunting to me. So um, having the opportunity to do that together with the team was like, I'm in. Gosh, for me, I think I was just looking to be in a place with colleagues. Like I, um, I wanted to be where I could be a participant and be poured into because so much of what I, what I get to do and I love to do is support the others. And I was getting to a place where I was like, man, I just need to go somewhere and just be and have fun conversations and brainstorm. And, you know, people look at you and go, oh, you own a business gosh, I know what that's like, as opposed to, oh, you own a business, you can take off whenever you want. Yeah. Hey, like they say, you own a business, you only have to work half the week. You just choose which 12 hours a day you get to work. <laughs> it's interesting. So you and one other coach, uh, and you guys are constantly giving this. And we talk about um, receiving what we normally give. And how few times we're actually able to receive that. Yeah. And in just a few days, I'll actually be with friends for an environment similar to this, where we kind of workshop each other's life and uh, about parenthood and friendship and uh, leadership and all these things. Um, and I just think that that could be even more valuable for somebody like yourself uh -huh. that is actually giving that to other people regularly. Yeah, it, it has been. I mean, even last night when like I was sharing about the business and having you guys speak into it. Mm -hmm. um, was the first time that I have not had a high level anxiety mm -hmm. because like you guys are, are peers. 
right? And so you're not clients, you're not potential clients. You are nothing here, to lose. Peers. Yeah, everything to gain. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so it was. And y'all were like, "How how was that for you?" I was like, "It was great. Like I felt really safe and secure in in a group of people that I mean, guys, we didn't even know each other a year." And I would say too, it's not just that we were giving you insight, it's that we were really excited about what you're doing. Uh, and we are yes. of you and we want to see you succeed. And uh, that was our experience too yeah. when we were sharing. Yeah. It's like these people are bought in, they get it, they see where we're going, they trust us to know uh -huh. this is a good idea. Uh -huh. We just really know how to get from A to B. And there's that affirmation of I'm for you. But it's not just an empty affirmation exactly. or an encouragement, like keep going. That's mm -hmm. actually not helpful. Right. None of us are like, if I could be part of an encouraging community that would write me <laughs> nice notes, like that would be it. Of course not. <laughs> but it comes from a different place. Yes. But still, it's like, am I pushing too hard? Yeah. Is this too much? And you're like, no, bring it. Like more, more. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. well said. For me, so Caitlin, Caitlin and I have worked together now for almost four years. Four years. And, um, We've been learning to run a business while running a business. <laughs> and last year, we just started seeing things like picking up, gaining traction. Um, like our team was growing, our client base was growing. And it was kind of like, I feel like I'm kind of getting on a roller coaster, kind of hanging on for dear life. And I was like, but no, we need to drive this roller coaster. We need to be in control of this, not just like flying around and enjoying the ride. Like yeah. we need to move from just kind of like, hey, let's see where God takes this business to oh, like, no, this is ours to like steward and run and grow and develop like a strategic plan. And like, where is it going to, how's yes. it going to happen? And um, so it was a big shift of realizing, uh, you know, Alan says a lot, like what got you here won't get you there. And super grateful for like how God grew our business and everything we did. But there was a shift happening, right? Like last summer and um, realizing like, I don't, you know, I could read books on running a business. <laughs> I could like, take some classes. But when Alan reached out and like mentioned Leaker, I was like, sweet. I look, I learned much better in community and talking things through with people and just hearing that there's going to be this community where like day one, which like literally within 10 minutes of all of us meeting each other um, last August, like the groundwork you guys laid um, just generated the you know, the place for just immediate, like, authenticity, openness. We know why we're here. Like, and you just kind of didn't hold anything back because, like, dude, we're paying for this thing. I want to get the most out of it. And the way I'm going to get most out of it is by being honest. Yes. And by also being honest with other people, speaking that truth and love and helping, yes. like, sharpen each other because it is a big year in very different ways for all of us. But yeah. it's, we're yeah. all looking at something kind of, ginormous this year and being able to walk with you guys through it that's yeah that's a good that's a good thought Janice there's enough sameness and yet there's enough diversity in that so yeah. half males half females mm -hmm. non-profit for-profit very different backgrounds yeah. nice we got sirens got siren. going on in here uh <laughs> you know eight people <laughs> uh, 10 with 10 with us as facilitators and uh, six different states, and yet all of you guys, there's an intensity, right, of leap year. Like, this is the year you guys are yeah. leaping. So that's actually what holds us together. It's not yeah. only our faith, but the fact that we say we're mountain guides from leadership journey, but you guys aren't hiking with switchbacks. This isn't like right. we're, we're hiking through the park. It's like, man, we're all, all sweating, and there's an intensity to it. Yeah. Um, and we're with you in the journey. Again, we're, we're the crew. Like, these are... These are tough seas that we're in and, and we don't pull punches with that. Yeah. So that's been really interesting to see that the diversity is actually really fun uh, in that. 
And frankly, a lot of us are still trying to understand what each other's businesses and work is all about because it's so foreign um, to us. And we might not have had experience with it, but that actually can help us. Um, And I think the lie is that, oh, what would you know about project management? What would you know about equine therapy? What would you know about coaching or whatever um, the area is? When somebody asks you, what is leap year? What do you tell them? When I describe it, I think we are a diverse group and I describe it as there's a group of people who have a common through line of wanting to love people well through their businesses. And that might look different than a traditional business model. And we have gone against advice from traditional business owners who have been very successful, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but their bottom line is the dollar. And we want to be profitable because that means our team can do well, but we also want to love our team and our clients really well. Mm -hmm. And we don't have to explain that to this group. This group already understands and they want to see us succeed in every metric. Um, but knowing that that is a huge motivating factor is how well we, <clears throat> we love our team and how well we love our clients. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I would say when I when I tell people I'm coming, I'm going up to Colorado to, to hang out with a bunch of other really hungry people who are seeking God and know that we can't get to the dream that he's put in our heart without each other's help. Yeah. And our my team back home got about six of the group that's just dedicated to making this happen. They've been trying for 15 years to come together. And I'm like, hey, we can't, I don't know how to get through this part, but I know that the people in this group do. And I know that if, if we come in and we can do it together and support each other, we're going to get there. I probably would have quit 15 times by now, just mm-hmm. going, this is way beyond anything I can comprehend. And, and then just the encouragement and, and the direct feedback about, man, this isn't clear. Yeah. This isn't, I don't, I can't get that out. I need the help from you guys to draw out what that clarity is and how to communicate what this, this thing is. That's what this group does for me. Mm-hmm. Um, just knowing that I'm walking along with everybody else in it is, is the encouragement that I need and when you hit those roller coaster spots, yeah. like you're talking about LB. So yeah. Mm-hmm. LB, what about you? When somebody says, what in the world, what is this thing? Are you telling? Like, why are, why are you? Colorado. It's a fair question. Uh, yeah, it's like because I love it. Um, you know, I'm I'm sitting here running through my brain, and I'm like, how do I describe leap year? Um, I mean, yes, it's coaching, but it's also community, right? And it it's people that I know are going to give me um, honest feedback and love, right? And so I think for me, like um, I think we talked about it on the coaching session. I get more done in community than out. And so even like meeting with Wendy once a week and working on the identity blueprint has been such a game changer for me um, because I do love coaching. And so I'll just do coaching and not work on my business. Mm -hmm. And so having someone that's like, whoa, 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 slow down. And then jumping into one-on-one coaching with you. So I, I get such benefit from saying, hey, I have a group of people who are small business owners who are out there doing such good in the world and we're just linking arms together and we're sharing ideas and we're sharing the wins and the hard parts of it, right? It's not all rose-colored, right? And so, I mean, I think there was the second call I got on with y'all, I cried. And I was like, I don't even know you people. That was a big moment. That was like, oh gosh, it's coming. Um. I think just to be like, once again, for me, it's just to be in a group of people that understand the language I'm, I'm talking mm-hmm. and 
and get and can say, hey, LB, this is this is something maybe to watch out for, right? Or this is like keep going, push in, lean in. Um, I think that's probably the biggest the biggest thing for me is just the group of like-minded people. And there's that baseline, and then there's the other stuff that you can do. So you're talking about, hey, we we meet, here's our cohort time, you're expected yeah. there. And yet we need to jump off this call and have a further conversation. And you're referencing one of our tools. Yes. This hard. It's really hard to talk about what we do, mm-hmm. especially with the curse of knowledge. I'm assuming you know mm-hmm. something about coaching. You're assuming I know something about yes. horses, which I don't. You do not want me on the back of a horse. I'll watch you do it, man. <laughs> That's um, the entertaining part. Right? Right? I do want that. You don't want it. Project management. I'm just like, yes, please. I, we need help <laughs> with this. But I think that's what's interesting is we don't realize we have the curse of knowledge because we're yes. you know, semi-experts in our own area. And yes. yet... Sometimes I don't even know how to tell somebody yeah. exactly what we do outside of this. And that's all of us. You know, yeah. um, most of us is like the rest of us kind of idea. Jen, what about you? What in the world is yeah. it here? And I, what came to mind was what uh, we told our team when we started it last July or August or last August. And I, I love our team so much. Like I just gush over them. And a lot of them have been with us for three, four years as we've grown from two, three people to now 11. And I was just really on. Well, this was like Caitlin and I are signing up with this thing called Leap Year. And how I described it at the time, which um, which I still kind of hold to, is like it's like a small cohort of other small business owners who are also learning how to like formalize their business and how to like grow this because they have seen us go from like, hey, let's just got see where God's leading us. And they heard me say, no, we've we've got to we've got to get some frameworks in place. We have to have more intentionality now. Because God's doing something here, we have to figure this out. And um, and I was like, and I I believe that you know Caitlin and me being a part of this is going to help us get more structure and framework and help us um, be prepared to scale. And I don't necessarily have like a number in mind when I say scale. I just want us to be in a position to be responsive to however God may lead it. Yeah. And. You know, back then I just was looking around, saw all the operational duct tape and bubble gum in our organization. And I was like, like it's held it together for a little while, but it's not a way to scale. And so I was like, we're not, yeah. we're going to learn how to better serve you, our team, and our clients by going through this process of build, you know, learning from these tools, learning from other people, you know, and, and building a more strategic framework. But it's not a business class. You know, we're not here getting our MBAs, but the tools that, you know, even providing the conversations are so adaptable to each of our own unique businesses and situations. Like we can take it and say, okay, but I, you know, identity blueprint, that's forcing us to be able to communicate what we do instead of Caitlin and me just having our really good gut hunches that we tend to sing up on. Yeah. You know, so it's just, mm-hmm. it's pulling yeah. out of us and forcing us mm-hmm. to put the time into these structures that a we didn't really know about before but b i don't know if we would have carved out time for it before but yeah. now yeah. we're doing it. and everybody's got different desires yeah you, know, you mentioned scaling and growing larger and frankly i've been on a simplifying journey mm-hmm. um and so same principles are at work and yet we have to know what is the good life for me what is in this season what i am uniquely designed to do um and it's not to carry the kind of management and the kind of weight that somebody else maybe can carry. And so I think that's when we reckon with our, what we call unique design, we have to reckon with it in our business, in a nonprofit. Um, and, you know, somebody in this nonprofit or in this space is their nonprofits raising a bunch of money. 
and they need to. Um, and somebody is raising just a little bit to supplement and they need to, and it, right. and it fits. So I think yeah. that's important to realize this isn't just for, you know, the business that wants mm-hmm. to get larger, the nonprofit that wants to get to a million bucks or 5 million bucks. It's actually maybe yeah. quite the opposite yeah. is we may need to scale back. Um, and so mm-hmm. the principle works, but the size, exactly. um, you know, may look different, right? It's just like, adaptable, exactly. sure. Yeah. You need to move into a, a bigger home and somebody else is like, I want to simplify my life and move into a condo. And both of those could be the right fit for for that person. Um, and it's been beautiful to to watch, watch you guys interact in that. It's all been helpful. It's all been good at some level. Yeah. Uh, let me ask you a hard question. What's been most helpful? Pick the, the thing that's been most helpful for you about Leap Year, what would you say? Tacos are not the right answer. <laughs> Time in the mountains. No, yes, we're in a beautiful place. Like what is the thing about Leap Year that's been most helpful? It's probably just because it's fresh as like yesterday. Um, to have like these light bulb moments of, you know, when Caitlin and I were kind of presenting our, you know, what we're in the middle of and trying to get your feedback and having light bulbs go around the room when, you know, Ron said, wait, you do the work. You don't just tell people how to do the work. And I'm thinking, well, yeah. Like how long have I known you? How long have you been talking? But it's like those light bulbs was like, we don't know. Those are the kinds of things that we're just like, like you, mm-hmm. like you're saying earlier, we're all expertise in our area, but just having that group mm-hmm. where there's that trust, and they know they're not, you know, like they could say, "I don't understand what you do," without feeling dumb. Like mm-hmm. you know, they yeah. don't feel dumb. We don't feel offended, you know. Uh-huh. To have that trusting group where you're just working this stuff out and you can fail in a safe place, um, like that's been huge. And, I mean, there were some great moments in the last August in person and stuff like that too, that just you know, sparked new thinking about like how do we even approach our business and what's what's happening. But um, uh, the biggest thing, honestly, just in that place where you could fail safe, be authentic, mm-hmm. get really good input. Sometimes hard to hear, but then yeah. also when you guys do so, you know, speak the truth them up. Yes. Yeah, you can receive constructive critique, but it also means if you see something's good, you're not blowing smoke. Right. We yes. can take it to right. our. Yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh! Yeah, like yeah. you're not just going to say stuff to make us feel better. Yes, like, like your relatives that love you are saying, "It's great, you're great, That's everything's cool. great." Like not helpful. Yeah. yeah. So, so like if yes. we get like what we were presenting last night, if that comes to a place where we get like mm-hmm. the Alan going, "Ah, oh, I get it," and this is really well done, and I now know how to better communicate what you do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Look. Yeah. We know he will mean that. He's not just you know in yeah. fact same with you and Sean. Like it's yeah. kind of yeah. like. Well, no, that's that's deeper than someone else going. Yeah, yeah, cool. I mean, we had your mission statement on the chopping block last night. I know. What other place can you take your mission statement yeah. and put it on the chopping block and go? Uh, yeah, it's good. It could actually be better. Yes. But you're not going to rip up somebody else's website. Who to know? Yeah. Like this is still a working document. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I wasn't like I wasn't like <clears throat> I was like yeah. Like bring it on more, like mm-hmm. because it is such a trusted space, mm-hmm. and that's where like I keep I keep coming back to like there's knowledge everywhere, there's content everywhere, but too where much. too much, but where's there a trusted space for me to come yeah. in and go? I don't understand this, yeah. Or this is what I'm hitting yeah. in my business, or man, I'm having a hard time creating space to do the work we need to mm-hmm. be doing. Yeah, partnering up, like yeah. you know, I've. I know like Caitlin and um, Garst and I have met and I mean, just tapping into the resource of people mm-hmm. because I'm like, we yeah. can go- you can Google yeah. anything. <laughs> you can't Google a relationship. 
that's the value for me. And you're adults, so go call that person, get yeah. down with them, yeah. workshop yeah. your idea. The workshop there is like that's the cool thing is like we want this to be beautifully out of control. We're actually at the spot where Karen and I are stepping back as well. Yeah. Once there's enough structure, framework, and trust, and then we just are guiding it as much as it needs, but we don't want to get in the way, which has been really fun for us. That, yeah, I would say too, like it's not the Alan Briggs show, right? Yeah. Like, and that's been so refreshing because some coaching programs you go into, sure. it's like the so-and-so show yeah. and it's like- The guru. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. But that's been great is like, it's not about you. Like you're facilitating this beautiful process that we are, we're choosing to be a part of and leaning in more and more and more. So. Caitlin, what about you? What, if you had to pick, what's been most valuable about this? Um, yeah, I think the, the space to be able to fail fast is helpful. Um, because if we, if we start running um, in one direction and then we pivot, mm -hmm. um, you all just assume there's a reason. Like, let's walk through what the pivot is and what that means and how we can adjust. Um, because I think we're all doing our best mm -hmm. and making our best guesses of how this should go. So um, I felt comfortable just sharing ideas that were just not even half-baked. Like, I got the ingredients yeah. on the counter. Um, and I'm like, this is some of a good recipe. You. <laughs> and you guys maybe have gotten triple value out of it because... You get to prep together, yeah. mm -hmm. get the time together, mm -hmm. and then either in micro at the end of the day, or as you're heading to the airport, you actually get to go, well, what about this? What are the yeah. changes here? So that's been unique. Uh, I didn't anticipate that, yeah. is that uh, two folks from the same team would come in, but that's been really cool. So you guys kind of squeeze the, the juice out of it as well, Yeah, because um, it's hard to describe to somebody else when you go right. home with the experience, but you guys have had the common experience. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we do have a distinct advantage that <laughs> I like to think. Yes. Um, and you're you're playing it well. <laughs> Sean, my dude. Um, trying to put it in words, I would say it's mining. Like I feel like I knew something was there. I felt it. I'm digging by myself and just picking away at this thing. And then all of a sudden now we all get to mine it together and as as each of the people in the team back to what you said that'll be about the relationships that was first you know and then I, I like where you're swinging the pick trying to get down to this goal that it stopped being work and became more about an experience while we we're going through it like when we're coming out to here I, i've seen and experienced more things with this team in relationship yeah. And then I have in a, in a work group in a long time, if you want to call it a work group, you know, and, and that has been really um, life giving to me is to remember what work is like when it wasn't the crazy stress, when it, what it mm -hmm. looks like when you really have a team and modeling that. So I could go back and the people I interact with, including my own family, my wife and my kids and all that, it's changed every aspect of my life and, and my perspective on work. But it's because I got to get in the hole and dig with other people and enjoy it yeah. while I'm doing it on something that was pretty scary and crazy to walk into. So yeah. it's it's been it's been a ride. Man. Yeah, it's been fun. It's crazy. Too. That word scary. We say terrifying. Yeah, and all of it. But um, there's a level of fear we all have. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think that that is actually what a what accompanies the climb. I mean, think about it. Like if you're not afraid of the mountains <laughs> where there are avalanches, cliffs and rockfall, like 
something's wrong with me. Yeah. And so fear is not a marker for us that we shouldn't be doing what we're doing. It's actually a marker that we should be. Right. And all of us, that's what I was listening for actually in initial interviews. It's like, I'm trying to do something big to me, right? Mm -hmm. Different not to compare to somebody else's big, but it's scary. Mm -hmm. And when we're afraid, we need to be together in order to take, to take courage uh, in that. And so that's been a common marker, which has been interesting um, in that. And just to, to watch you guys and to watch you guys push through your barriers. Cause when you do, then it's courage for somebody else. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, it's liquid courage. When you guys are like alcohol to karaoke, I mean, it's just, <laughs> it's just going, you know, uh, and you feed off that and you're like, Oh man. So what risks do I need to take? And it's just been beautiful to sit back and sit back and watch. Um, what would you say to the leader right now that doesn't have a community a leader that's trying to do something significant and feels lonely, feels isolated? There's a place it's everything. And I don't want to overstate this, but it does feel like at every stop, one, you're not alone Two, the, the to take the step in and be vulnerable with the group. It, that opportunity is is available. I don't care where you at. If you ask, if you ask for it, like yesterday we talked about, Jesus came and said, "What do you want me to do for you?" Yeah. You know, and to be really honest about that, a lot of times for me, I was trying to do it on my own and then get to some place that I couldn't get on my own. So, um, own that, like face the loneliness and know that you can get through it. And, and then the access, like at, at every front, I don't know how to do this. Well, go bust into this identity blueprint thing and, and version one is going to suck <laughs> and that's fine and let it sit and look at it and three days later I'm like i can't believe i wrote that that word i hate that word you know and then refine it and put it out there for other people to meet up but there's there's something to help you get through breakthrough at every stop there hasn't been one place where i felt like I can't go and look and use this part and then bring it yeah. to the team to get through so and v, you know v1 we mean version one and I do at least four versions before people actually like see it and use it. Yeah. Um, and sometimes people use it and they're like, it isn't as clear as I thought. Yeah. So version four sometimes turns into V6, which is yeah. discouraging. But if we had a two-day intensive, we don't have time yeah. or energy to make four versions. We were tired last night. It's like, go to bed. And then magically, I had new fresh thoughts this morning, you know, after seven hours of sleep or whatever. So I think that for me is really important what you just said in that you look at it and go like, man, how, how could I have written this? But that's three days ago. We got 12 months to yeah. be able to refine and develop. And we're all thinking the same thing. But if you don't share that, you think I'm an idiot. And I don't know what I'm doing with words. And I should probably do everybody a favor and stop trying to launch this thing. Yeah. And it's actually the opposite. Man. Yeah. You're like right there at the cusp when we can help you get there. So I appreciate your vulnerability in that. What else? What do you tell that leader that feels alone right now? Uh. I mean, the first thing I think is, uh, hello, welcome to being human, <laughs> right? Like it's just, it is normal, but it doesn't have to be your reality. And I think that's, um, I think even finding Leap Year, finding you guys, I, it being in this industry, I, I was like, oh, this is great. This is so good for other people. And then getting into it three years in and going, Oh my gosh, I, I need my people. And so I would say, don't do it alone, mm -hmm. right? Like, I mean, even, I mean, I think about 
the Trinity, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, right? The mm. incredible relational God who created us in his image. So we're relational beings. And so, I, you know, I believe great things happen in relationship, not in isolation. And so that is something that I would say is like, get into leap year, get into whether it's leap year or something else, like Even find, coaching, just one-on-one coaching, yeah. somebody has to work it out with. Yeah. Like find your people. Um, I mean, I, I don't know about you guys, but when I tend to isolate, I, in my head, I go to bad places. I don't make wise choices. Like, um, so I just, yeah, welcome to being normal. And mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be a reality. And I think a community doesn't happen by accident mm -hmm. either. Yeah. Um, and it takes a lot to take that first step to find community. Um, it takes maybe finding the wrong community first, um, but learning, okay, this isn't quite what I'm looking for, but maybe I made a friend or two out of it. And um, just figuring out what exactly do I need to feel supported um, and loved during the season of life. And that requires humility, that requires vulnerability. Um, it's like when when you're looking for a new counselor and you go to that first session and you're like, forget it, I hate counseling. Well, maybe it just wasn't the right fit. So you gotta go find another one. It's not dissimilar where um, relationships that matter. You're, some people strike the first time, but it takes work. That's good. My advice, and it's not as easy as it sounds, you know, consider finding a business partner. I will say I'm a huge fan mm -hmm. of working in collaboration with Caitlin. I know that's also how God's wired me because I just work better in teams. Yeah. But um, I think that because it does feel lonely, you're like, oh, it's all in my head, it's all on my shoulder, it's all on my this, all on my that. Mm -hmm. Somebody just, you know, God brings along another person who's got that similar heart vision and you guys can work together and work out how that yeah. works. Yeah. It's an amazing thing. But also, like, I, I doubled down on the coach. I think a couple of years ago, <laughs> somewhere, like, if I heard out, you know, I would say, I'm a coach. I'm like, softball, right. soccer, <laughs> basketball. Right. Like, well, I didn't really know what that meant. Yep. And, but now, like, have, you know, having had ex that experience, that also can help with that loneliness, too. Like you said, like the coach, someone else who's in your court, who's asking you good questions, guide, good guiding questions to pull things out of you. Um, who will build your confidence and see potential in areas that maybe you don't see, mm -hmm. but also point out your blind spots where you don't mm -hmm. see them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that community is key. Or you start with yeah. a friend, a really trusted friend. But yeah. like, I I throw it out. Some more people so things should consider a business partnership. And yeah. you know, it's a little trickier. It can be. Yeah. God, the solopreneur life, life, I think, is overrated. And a lot of people, especially if you've been in a really corporate environment, yeah. you think, oh, it'd be great to be on my own until you're on your own. And so this is a way to also borrow a team and borrow discernment, yeah. you know, and especially like kind of the, with the working genius piece of that many times we take this idea and then we don't have a discernment process to throw it through. That's essentially what we're doing is we're borrowing discernment. You may not have that on your team, a small enough team. You're not going to have every piece you need and so borrow us for a little bit. And then kind of move on to the next. Uh, and I think that's, we don't do that enough. We think, oh, you got to pay somebody to do this. And so I, I just think swinging the pendulum there is incredibly dangerous. More people are wired for a team than not, honestly. And we got to find a team somewhere. The question is, are, are we on it together? So I think that's a huge piece of that. And even now we're in a space of a lot of people who are solopreneurs. And you can hear them in the background working and whatnot. And um, there's a reason that we office together. 
And uh, it would be much quieter in, in our basements, but um, there's there's an energy with that and there's innovation ideas um, to be able to spread with that. Last question, I'll go first on this. Um, what's your favorite moment? Like describe a moment from Leap Year This thing. I can be fun, uh, funny, super serious. Uh, and I'll describe um, our moment. Uh, hey, a few more of the Leap Year crew coming in. Uh, so we're just talking about favorite moments from Leap Year. If you guys want to chime in, Steve and Ron, as you guys come in, um, we're sitting, looking at the mountains um, and just seeing the Rockies spread in front of us. We're around a fire. Uh, and we had been a couple days into just getting to know each other. I may or may not have read a children's story to you guys around that. And it's just like, we're laughing and cracking up one moment. And then there's something super deep and serious the next moment. And to me, it's like tears are generally a marker of good. And often it's like tears of ridiculous laughing. And so I just remember that ping-ponging back and forth. And on the chilly night, there was just this like beautiful moment uh, that we had together. So uh, that's that's the moment that's sticking out most uh, for me. Somebody threw out a moment that sticks out most for you. I got one. Um, it's, yeah, kind of, it's more of a series, but there is a specific moment that it leads up to. But watching Sean and Ron grow in their, their romance. <laughs> and just like yesterday, I don't remember how it was going, but I think it was like, Ron must have slept on the the bed, so Sean's over there like massaging, like <laughs> and like praying over him. I'm like, what? We may have to take this off the podcast. <laughs> and it was just the sweetest friends. Yeah, I love fun. my wife. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Favorite moments. Keep them coming. Yeah, the one that came to my mind too was last August up in the mountains, and um. You had asked us to go like on our own for like 90 minutes or something like that and think about what do you want to be able to say about your company in three to five years? And that's always the question that I would just kind of roll my eyes at. Like, who knows what's going to happen in three to five years? How can someone? Mm -hmm. And also maybe have an adverse reaction from pre previous histories where there were always new three to five year plans or every couple of years, you know, it was like, it was mm -hmm. a pointless endeavor. But I went out and it was cold and rainy. And I got to sit outside on the deck on a swinging bench. And I love being out in the rain, but not being wet. <laughs> like curled up in this huge blanket and just like swung on this bench and just like talked to God. I'm like, all right, God, what do you want from this? And I've never done that before. And like I, in five years, I don't know, it'd be interesting to pull out my little sketch to see what's legit. But I started like writing and writing and thinking and praying. And then like the last 15 minutes or so, Caitlin and I decided team up and like compare notes well what did you get and what did you get and they were strikingly similar but from yeah. like different angles that's and cool. it was just this yeah. moment of like dude okay yeah cool. even if we're both wrong we're wrong she got and i don't think we've mentioned know. solo time yet is that that was actually a significant Absolutely. part of our time together is solo time yeah um to to hear from god and that inhale and we exhale yeah. the group that was huge that's actually uh my memory is when we had our first uh, uh, retreat retreat for for leap year. Not a retreat, an experience. You said the armor. I'm just getting the language for this now. <laughs> um, so when we had our experience, yes. uh, we're in this beautiful cabin in the mountains, and uh, my prior experiences have been in conference rooms and in mm -hmm. hotels and Zoom. And, 
and all that kind of stuff. So I always wake up early. Um, so I went to, uh, I left the cabin and, and started walking down this dirt road mm -hmm. and I'm telling God all the things I'm like still frustrated and angry about. Uh, I came into leap year off a sabbatical and uh, still reeling from the speed and the hustle and the mm -hmm. trauma of, 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 uh, of go um, and just working for God instead of with God. So I'm walking down this dirt road, expressing all this to the Lord. And then he, he tells me, and I get to the bottom of the road, stop, turn around. And I turn around and I look up and I saw this beautiful rainbow. Mm. Uh, actually, it wasn't one rainbow. It was two rainbows. Double, double rainbow. Double rainbow. <laughs> and, uh, and uh, in that moment, it, it just broke something in me. I began to weep. And uh, I heard in my spirit, uh, it, won't, it won't happen again. Mm -hmm. And one of my, my fears was, uh, am I going to go through this, this program again or whatever, this experience <laughs> again and, and go back into the kingdom of hustle and, 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 and be stuck all over again? But, um, you know, that little moments like that are filled in, in leap year personally at home and in, in online and in, in the group. And uh, when I can let go of what I, what I think it should look like or how things should go and say yes to, to Jesus, he, he just does it. And he's taking me to the next phase of, of my journey in a way that I cannot go back. I cannot go back down the mountain. The only way is up and then to other peaks. It's good. Who else? Favorite moment? Or a moment that sticks out? Gosh, I think about, because um, we did the retreat or the experience. Oh, oh, we did the experience a week early because um, we had a conflict. And so Wendy and I came out, didn't know each other. Um, and I remember uh, you took us I don't even know where we were. To a stream in a canyon. Yeah, I was like Cheyenne Mountain, um, maybe. Uh, and I just remember sitting in the middle of the of the stream, right, working on my vision and mission. Mm -hmm. And I mean, like Ron, I was like, this is so different. Like I'm used to like, you know, being in a blazer and, you know, <laughs> jeans and, you know, yeah. dress a little bit more dressy, business casual. And I was like, I'm not even a business casual. Like, um, because the focus wasn't about, how I was presenting myself and focus was the business, right? And what has God put on my heart to to steward? And I love that. And then I'm like looking down the stream, and there's Alan putting together a charcuterie board. And I'm like, you gotta have charcuterie. <laughs> the fact that none of you've named charcuterie till now is so hurtful. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh! I was like, he legit like. I mean, we didn't hike in too far, but like hiked in a charcuterie board. I was like, well, here we go. Um, but I just, I love that because I was like, wow, there is a different way to do this. Yep. Yeah. Steve. Well, you, so many great moments, but an unforgettable one was uh, on, on our experience together where uh, we stopped in for some pizza at the area. And I had been waiting for some news about my health. And I learned in that moment at that table mm -hmm. that I had stage two cancer. So I, I've, I've been part of this group to level up my, you know, my, my the business side, because I'm a 30 year pastor. I'm, I don't know the business side of coaching and also to be a healthy leader so I can coach healthy leaders well. 
but I didn't really yeah. factor in what the friendship yeah. factor would be and how, how meaningful yeah. it would be to have people who, even after really, some of you I'd only met four days before, and, you know, you, you guys had me. Mm. And it had been praying for me all through my surgery and my recovery right. and stuff. So, you know, you, you make friends in a thing like leap year. It's beautiful. Yeah. So I'm really yeah. grateful for all of that. And that that yeah. moment is memorable. Mm. That's the that's the thread for me. If I was to try and pick one event, it's just a it's a stream of a bunch of them together. Um, tons of healing, getting prayed over like crazy, being super vulnerable. But I think one moment that really crystallizes it for me, I've, I haven't been able to get out to the mountains as much as I'd like, family and all that. So I walk across this bridge and look down at the Blue River and lost it. Didn't know that. Didn't know I missed it that bad. And uh, <laughs> Alan, Alan noticed, and I didn't bring my fly rod for a reason. I didn't know how close we were to any of this mm -hmm. stuff, but it was like, that's not why I'm coming, you know, and and. Next thing I know, he's walking me over to buy a fishing license and handing me his fly rod. And I'm standing in the river casting. And that's that was my work. You know, that, to, to, to let go of that and, and know that I came here for something. And then just to be that held. Um, it, it, there was a statement that really nailed it for me. It was the statement that the miracle that God did in me, he will do for me. And I had that modeled here by, by you and everybody else that I was around and just felt that. And they felt that the whole time. And that that changed me. I'll, I'll never be the same. It's a beautiful moment, man. Yeah. As Ron and I are sitting watching you, you know, in rhythm, the beautiful fly casting. Way better at fly casting than I am. Caitlin, what about you? Um, yeah, I think it's a lot of friendships that we've experienced in charcuterie, of course. Of course. Gold stuff. <laughs> um, but just watching how quickly we grew in that community. Um, and I do think it is, like you said, set the stage. And mm. we knew that if you trusted, we trusted you. And if you trusted yeah. all of these people, yeah. Yeah. we could also yeah. trust mm -hmm. them. Yeah. And trust was just the foundation coming in where I'm like, yep. we can just be vulnerable. Mm -hmm. We can cry the second time we have a call with somebody. Mm -hmm. And these mm -hmm. people are going to be like, how can we help? What yeah. can we do? Yeah. Or let's just sit with you while you cry. Yeah. And I think probably all of us at some point have teared up or cried mm -hmm. through this journey. Um, and I think it just speaks to how... Um, we've been called to a purpose and it's more than just our job, um, but it's who God has called us to be and being able to be fully that mm -hmm. um, with one another mm -hmm. is really a gift. It's good. We could talk for hours. We better not hear on the podcast. Actually, we're going to talk for hours after this yeah. <laughs> as we continue to workshop each other's stuff. Yeah. And we say, what do you need from us today? And it's like, all right, here's your hour. And so that's been, been beautiful. We got more of that to get to. We'll talk more here on the podcast about um, Leap Year. And this has been a holy experiment. Um, honestly, when you, you know, conceptualize anything, you don't know if it's going to go. Um, and just because the elements of experiences and cohorts in that community piece and one-on-one -on -one coaching um, all work separately doesn't mean you're supposed to put them together, right? I know some bad ice creams out there <laughs> and bad ingredients that are put together. And yet this has been one of those where it's like, whoa, this concoction is greater than 
um, yeah. you know, three X uh, what you could see there. So it's been beautiful for for Karen and I to go. I think this should work, and with the right people, it does. Um, but this was you know a holy risk for us, um, and this was something about a year ago. I was thinking almost on the nose um, of the world needs this. And uh, it's really an apprenticeship that we're in together, relational, formal, and experiential learning uh, in that. So it has been a joy, an absolute blast. We've laughed, potentially we've cried, potentially we've made each other better. All the things are true. So I appreciate you guys. Much love for you guys, the crew, signing out. <laughs> <laughs> we focus so long.